Hello and welcome to the Soul Alignment Podcast. My name is Chiara and I'm a channel, energy healer and soul mentor. This podcast is here to inspire and support you to live a soul aligned, magical and fulfilling life. I will share with you guidance, practices, interviews and inspiring insights so that you can start to align with your soul and connect to your deepest essence. I'm so excited for you to be here. Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to the Soul Alignment Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. Um, yeah, because I've had my own journey with this topic. And so today we're going to talk about the priestess blueprint and the signs that you carry the priestess energies within you what that actually means, a little bit of the history of the priestesses and yeah, just for you to gain a clear understanding of what that actually is and whether you yeah, might be embodying that in this lifetime or you might be on your way to embodying that. So um, for my personal story, for a really long time, I always associated the word priestess with something religious and boring and restrictive. And I basically imagined it as the female counterpart to the priest in church. And yeah, I would have never thought I would have at some point find myself going down the priestess path and activating ancient priestess lifetimes to bring back the gifts I had uh, in previous lives. But here we are. Um, life does funny things. And I was initiated as a priestess of Isis last year. And this whole journey has been an incredibly profound and humbling and yeah, enriching and life-changing experience that allowed me to fully surrender to my purpose and my service here on earth and yeah maybe you're you're like me and you feel or felt repelled by the word priestess or it made you think of something religious that that doesn't quite feel right um, but at the same time it kind of sparks your interest um, otherwise you probably wouldn't be here listening to this um, or maybe you've always been interested in the role of the priestess and you've done some research, um, but you've never really investigated it for yourself and looked into yeah, your own priestess coding and priestess blueprint. Um, yeah, so basically, um, yeah, the priestesses go back to thousands, thousands of years ago. And um, it was, yeah, the priestesses who kind of observed the lunar cycles and the patterns of nature and used that as a guide to live their lives. Um, and these women, they usually had roles as teachers, healers, temple keepers, guides. Um, and yeah, they were usually, or at certain times at least, respected for their gifts and what they brought to their communities. Um, and yeah, they were really, really connected to their feminine gifts, um, their intuition, their psychic abilities. And you can really imagine the priestess as 
the ultimate channel basically so yeah whenever i tap into someone's energy and they have the priestess coding it's almost like they've had lifetimes where they have been like completely connected to the divine and they had an open channel and were basically able to yeah walk around communicating with the divine and the divine the unconditional love was basically flowing through them and um yeah so i mean later on in like egypt or greece or yeah even roman times um priestesses usually resided in temples but over time their power was actually feared by men and um yeah their gifts and practices were kind of twisted into something that's evil or like black magic or some kind of dark force um that must be stopped basically um and yeah i'm sure you all know about the time of the witch hunts and yeah a lot of the priestesses or the women who yeah were serving as priestesses um belonged to the women who were persecuted um and yeah killed for their gifts their beliefs their powers and oftentimes even the temples were destroyed or churches were built over it um and yeah so this fear or this remembrance still lives in a lot of women today um throughout our ancestral lineages and yeah basically the priestess is the woman who is the bridge between the seen and the unseen worlds between the physical and the spiritual and she really is an embodiment of the divine feminine basically and there are several signs that yeah can tell you if you're carrying the priestess blueprint within you if you have these energies if you've had past lifetimes as a priestess and i mean obviously you can always go and do like an akashic record reading or um yeah a past life reading um that will tell you yeah about your past lifetimes as a priestess but there are definitely signs that can make you check that for yourself and yeah i want to share them with you to give you some clarity and yeah just to support you on this path if you're wondering um yeah if you if you might feel called to yeah embody these priestess codes in the present lifetime so the first one and i see that with every single woman i have worked with who has the priestess codes is that you feel a deep desire to be of service um so you basically feel and have always been feeling that part of your purpose here is to support others on their journey in some way even if you don't know what that could look like or what exactly you're supposed to do here but um, for most priestesses i would say what you do here on earth will most likely be found in the realms of healing or guiding or teaching or yeah like the spiritual and esoteric uh, realms basically um yeah but this desire to to do something good to support 
other people on their journey, even if it's just a very vague feeling. Um, I think that is really something that, um, yeah, every priestess has in her life. And yeah, I remember that from my own life that for such a long time, this feeling was just a vague knowing, basically just this knowing that I want to work with people. <laughs> I want to do something meaningful. I want to support others. I want to, yeah, help them um, make their lives better in some way or get to know themselves better in some way. And I've known that for a really, really long time. Um, but it took me a long time <laughs> to kind of clarify what that could actually look like or what that would actually look like but this feeling was always there um, and I always felt it's quite hard to explain that to others or it just sounds very vague like very okay but what does that actually mean right um, and that actually takes me to the second point um, that for so many women who carry the priestess blueprint it might feel so difficult to find your purpose. Um, like you might feel that so many people around you somehow know what they're here to do. They figured it out or they just accepted something um, yeah, to do basically. And you're still there and you're like, okay, but I feel like something's missing and I don't know what it is, but... I know there's a greater purpose. Like it's this feeling of I know there's more, but at the same time you don't know what it is, which can be so frustrating and so confusing, um, speaking from experience here. And um, yeah, I totally get that. And I also want to tell you that it's so normal. I have so many women, I work with so many women who, who are going through exactly the same. And I think... The reason for that is that um, even if you've been doing like different jobs and some of them might even have been quite enjoyable or they were at least fine, like you, it wasn't extremely boring or extremely uh, useless, but you've always felt that something's missing. And the thing with the priestess blueprint is that you will not find a job <laughs> that describes what you're here to do, basically. Like you, you won't look somewhere and that's your job description, basically. And I feel like it's almost like you have to write that description yourself. Like you have to basically bring out from within what your job here looks like um, because it's not something that you will find written somewhere on the outside but it's really something that's going to come from the inside and it's most likely a combination of different things so you might even have come as far that you're like okay maybe I want to do energy healing or I feel called to um, to do channeling or Reiki or whatever it is right um, but it might still feel quite confusing and what I really think is that you have to source that from within um, and kind of, yeah, make up your perfect job, like really 
build the perfect job for yourself and um, create that basically instead of thinking it has to fit in some kind of um, box or description because most likely it won't and most likely it will be a combination of different things it doesn't have to um, but it often is and yeah you'll just have to find a description for what it is that you've you feel called to do basically instead of looking for a description that yeah kind of describes what you think you're here to do like really describe that yourself like write your own job and then start to go after that basically because most priestesses will have a very unique mission and yeah you might not easily find that on the outside or you might not as easily find someone who does exactly the same um, yeah and then the third point is that you are most likely a natural space holder so if people often come to you for advice or to share what's going on and you're very good at holding that space or giving them a safe space to express themselves um, that's yeah usually a sign that you're here to be a space holder in some way and even if you don't feel safe yet to hold space for bigger groups of people or people you don't know if you really ask yourself you probably know deep down that you would be really good at it because you're good at holding space for others understanding others and yeah just having an open heart an open mind to what's going on with them basically um, and another point is that you are most likely highly sensitive so you feel you deeply feel energies and other people's emotions you might even get overwhelmed sometimes or oftentimes depending on where you're living um, because you're very sensitive to your environment and oftentimes what I've noticed even to yeah planetary shifts um, astrological happenings and just in general the energies that are yeah coming uh, to earth like you always feel that basically and um, yeah a lot of priestesses have that trait basically that they have this yeah skill to feel everything very deeply mm, which can be exhausting um, but at the same time it's also a gift um, because yeah you just take in life in a very different way in a very profound way and yeah you basically have the gift to notice things that other people don't um, especially and I mean especially when you're working or when you're going to work in something like um, channeling or healing that's like the biggest gift you can have basically because it's just gonna make it so much easier to work with people and another sign is that you feel deeply connected to nature um, and just yeah feel that strong connection to the earth and the stars and the sky and you have a connection to the natural cycles and you will probably sense the impact of the moon as well 
Um, and for a lot of people who yeah, have that connection, you will most likely find that nature is the number one thing that supports you in clearing your energy or clearing your head in releasing energies and just yeah grounding yourself basically and what I also see often is that you can really work with the elements basically like working with water for example um, letting the water support you in clearing your energy or even activating your abilities activating your gifts and yeah really communicate with the elements and ask them for support ask them to to guide you to support you um i've just yeah earlier today had a had a client um where her guides told her that she should be working with the element of water a lot more because so often when we have like a deep connection to nature um yeah, we can really use that and utilize that to support us in going through shifts and moving through emotions. Um, and yeah, you can, for example, just ask your guides to activate the water that you're drinking for healing, for clearing, for a certain activation or whatever it might be. Or you can take like a bowl of water and... Um, yeah just ask like either a certain guide or just call in the guides that are working with you at the moment and ask them to activate the water for for you or shift the frequency of the water for you um for your highest good or for healing whatever you want to heal and um then like intuitively put this water like for example on your third eye on your crown or on any other part of your body that feels intuitively right. Um, so you'll know, like you'll have that intuitive feeling. Um, so if you feel called to work with water, you can do that. But you can also work with every other element um, that you feel called to work with. And yeah, if you have that, just a reminder to um, spend time in nature, like spend time in nature without your phone without anyone else just by yourself and just immerse yourself in that um, because it will yeah really help you so much to get more clarity to feel more grounded um, yeah and to just connect to that sense of purpose all right and another sign that you might be carrying the priestess energies in you is that you feel drawn to rituals and ceremony um, so not only like going to rituals or taking part in rituals but also you find yourself like mm, bringing in little rituals throughout your day um, and that can be like a small thing whatever it is like whatever you like to do in the morning and then you do that every day and you just know that it makes you feel better or more clear. Um, yeah, and you just feel this sense of yeah, presence and connection when you're in some kind of ceremony or when you're taking part in some kind of ritual. And most likely you're also here to facilitate something like that yourself, uh, whatever way that might look like. It can take on so many forms. Um, but yeah, if you feel that connection to ritual and ceremony and yeah, just that connection to 
yourself to the divine and facilitating that in some kind of way. This is definitely another sign. And one thing that I've also noticed is that so many priestesses choose a difficult upbringing or a family with a lot of wounding. Um, and it might even be that you're the first one to choose to heal certain patterns in your family, like you're the cycle breaker, basically. And I've noticed that priestesses often choose yeah, difficult initiations throughout their lifetimes um, that they have to go through in order to remember their gifts and their power and also to impact the people around them on that path, basically. Um, so yeah, this is something that I see in so many of the priestesses that I work with um, that they've chosen like really difficult initiations um, in this lifetime and they've been through extremely difficult situations and um, yeah somehow their soul has chosen that and I mean usually you come out of these things stronger and with a lot of knowledge and a lot of yeah power basically eventually at least um, yeah and part of that whole intention and soul contract might also be that you're here to heal your family your lineage or whoever else is involved in that initiation that you're going through and most priestesses also will know or feel deep down that they are a very old soul and that they've had many incarnations before this one and yeah, just this deep knowing that this is not the first time that you're doing this. This is not the first time that you are here on earth, that you're going through a lifetime um, and that you're activating your gifts, basically. And yeah, for a lot of priestesses that will just become very apparent because they usually have like very deep wisdom um, if they really look within themselves and yeah, oftentimes, mm, even as children, you can really tell that, yeah, there's something about them that just makes them appear a bit wiser or older than maybe other children around them. Um, and you might even, yeah, feel a strong connection to a certain part of the earth, a certain country or a certain place that you might not even have been to before in this lifetime but you just feel a very strong connection to that so yeah for some of us it might be Egypt but there are so many other places um, that you might feel called to because of your priestess codes um, yeah and yeah you can just kind of see whether that's the case for you whether you've been feeling the call to go to a certain place um, and yeah I mean for me it was Egypt <laughs> um, I went there last year and yeah it was an incredible experience just being in the temples basically like it was one of the most yeah energetically profound experiences of my life and um, yeah, I really 
saw and felt the past lifetimes that I had there as a priestess and um, yeah so part of your soul might just know that at some point you will have to go to a certain place um, to yeah deeply remember that and to remember that on an energetic level and then another point is that you have a very strong intuition and whether you follow it or not it's definitely there um, and I mean we yeah especially when we're not that much in our feminine or when we've learned that um, yeah following your intuition is not the way to make decisions because it has to make sense and you have to rely on logic and it has to be somehow reasonable um, you might not feel that connected to your intuition but somehow you still know it's there and um, yeah you will probably go through many different lessons where your intuition tells you something and you don't do it and then afterwards you realize maybe you should have listened to your intuition um, yeah and you'll probably do that until yeah you decide to surrender to that and yeah this is a process it's not an easy one for most people um, it certainly wasn't for me because I really learned that um, yeah you have to make decisions with your rational mind and I was very much in my masculine energy which automatically connects you more to your mind so I was always trying to override my intuition and what I immediately felt when I connected to making a decision or a person or going to a place um, and I yeah for a really long time always tried to override that with logic and yeah it didn't really work out that well <laughs> and um, yeah in the end I went through some yeah actually quite dangerous experiences because I didn't listen to my intuition and yeah, I feel like this was kind of the wake up call where I really saw that, okay, I knew that this was going to happen and I didn't listen because then my rational mind came in and was like, yeah, but why, why would that person be like, whatever, right? Like whatever your mind is telling you. Um, yeah. And I mean, I learned it the hard way through dangerous experiences, but yeah, if you're a priestess, if you have these this blueprint, you'll have a strong intuition, whether you follow it, whether you're connected to it or not, um, it's definitely there. And another point is that you most likely regularly need time alone to just connect to yourself and to clear your energy and just taking time off from other people, from other energies and just be immersed in your own energy and just connect to yourself. And because oftentimes that will be, yeah, the only way that you can truly, yeah, connect to this deep wisdom within you. Um, so, yeah, it's perfectly normal to just often feel like you just need to be alone for a moment and not have anyone around you. Um, so that you can feel clear again and recharged again. And the last point is that you will have psychic abilities if you have the priestess blueprint. 
even if they're not fully activated yet, even if they're not activated at all. Um, so yeah, you might either already have noticed that, that you have like some kind of claircognizance, for example, or you might have had clairvoyant experiences, or there's just this voice inside of you that tells you that there's a connection there. And what I've also seen is that, um, that some women think they don't have that, um, but they really wish they did. Like they're really, really interested in like channeling and psychic abilities and healing. And they're really, really kind of looking up to people who can do that. Um, and they just don't think that they have it. Um, and this is like so often when you feel very drawn to it, it just means that your soul is kind of trying to show you look at that like look at it and remember that this is something that you can do as well um yeah because i remember before i started this journey with like channeling and yeah healing and my psychic abilities i was so fascinated <laughs> by that i was like wow um and when I had an Akashic Record reading the first time, I, yeah, I was just so fascinated. I was like, I wish I could do that as well. I wish I could channel. I wish I could talk to my guides and do all these things. Um, but I didn't really believe I could. Um, and yeah, I mean, turns out I can. <laughs> and this is my my business now but I didn't believe I could and sometimes we really we get so disconnected from this knowing even if we've had that as a child because I remember I definitely had like open psychic abilities when I was a child but over the course of my life I got so disconnected from it and so completely yeah disconnected from this part of me that at some point I just didn't remember I just didn't know anymore that that this is there and that this is me basically um so this can this happens for a lot of people um by growing up in the world that we live in for so many of us there's just no space to explore that um when we're younger and no people around us who yeah support us in exploring that or even supporting us and understanding that this is a very real skill um so yeah you might not even know yet that you have like these abilities and these gifts but if there's something in you that tells you you should like investigate you should go into that it's most likely that you do and yeah it's just this vague feeling probably that you're here to be a bridge between the physical and the higher realms because that is basically what the priestess is here to do like act as that bridge between the physical the physical reality that we live in and the higher dimensions the higher realms the communication with energies with spirits with the divine um that's what we're here for basically and yeah, I mean, essentially, the priestess is the, embody the embodiment of the divine feminine. And as I said before, the priestess is basically the ultimate channel. And the divine feminine in her most activated state. And 
yeah so if you resonate with many or all of the things that i just shared it's very likely that you've been serving as a priestess in previous lifetimes and that you're still carrying these codes in you and yeah if you're listening to that right now and you feel some kind of connection there or some kind of interest there it's very likely that these codes are calling you to be brought forward and that you're being called to yeah step into that and um, explore that in this lifetime and probably even to bring it through and to serve from this place basically so the thing is that you like even if you resonate with it and even if you might feel like a little bit of a calling there you might also feel a strong resistance um, and I see that with lots of women and I also experience it myself that for example before I did my priestess initiation um, I just so not resonated with the word priestess like it just gave me this very weird feeling and I found out later that yeah I've had some really really negative experiences in past lifetimes where I've been serving as a priestess so part of my soul was just like let's not do that again <laughs> because this is dangerous and this is scary and something bad is gonna happen so feeling resistance doesn't mean that it's not for you or that um that this is not your calling maybe um, it just means that there might be things that need to be healed basically because yeah so many of us if we've had several lifetimes as priestesses we will have had negative experiences and we will have had most likely experiences around being perceived as too powerful or our gifts being perceived as something that is not wanted or something that um, yeah has to be persecuted and um, yeah that we have to be killed for our gifts basically and if you've had experiences like that um, it can be difficult to connect to what you're here for basically so yeah just really tune in with yourself and see if this feeling of yeah there's something that doesn't feel good if it's because it's just not calling you and it just doesn't feel like you or if it actually is the resistance and the yeah past life blocks or wherever they might be coming from that uh, make you feel that yeah something is off or something is not right and also always remember that whatever work you choose to do you don't have to call yourself a priestess like you don't have to put some kind of label on it it's basically just yeah a set of codes or a blueprint that you have um, but you don't need to call it that if if you don't want to like a priestess can do so many different things in a life um, yeah as I said before you can be a guide you can be a healer um, I've also seen quite a few um, people who are nurses or doulas or yeah working a lot with the topics um, around like life and death or not even just like the physical aspects of that but also yeah like rebirthing and supporting people in their rebirthing process or in their 
dying process in the sense of letting old things go um so yeah it's not like a label that tells you exactly what to do it's rather just um yeah a description for some of the qualities that you might have and some of the coding that you that your soul has brought with it into your present lifetime so yeah if you do feel the connection if you do feel the calling um what i can recommend is like really immerse yourself into that topic like read books or go to museums for example if you feel connected to ancient egypt for example or go to the places that you feel called to because all of these things will activate something in you and also um yeah if there's like a certain embodiment of the divine feminine that you feel called to or that you feel interested in um connect with that like for example if it was I don't know, Goddess Isis or Hathor or whoever, um, call that energy in. Like, ask this energy to come forward and to support you on this journey. And just trust that um, even if you're not yet at a place where you're channeling or you're doing any of these things, trust that when you're calling on that energy it will be with you and it will be supporting you and activating this blueprint um yeah or of course reach out to me to know um, how i can support you on this path or of course also if you have any questions about this episode about the priestess path in general about anything i shared um you're welcome to yeah reach out on instagram for example or send me an email or yeah whatever you feel most connected with and yeah I hope this was helpful and yeah I'm always happy to hear your reflections your experiences your feedback so if you do feel called to share please do and yes then I wish you the most amazing day or evening or night wherever you are and sending you so much love Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe to the Soul Alignment podcast so you never miss anything. If you enjoy what I'm sharing with you, please rate this podcast and leave a review so that other magical souls can find it too. And lastly, follow me on Instagram at Chiara Nala for more inspiring content, free healings and activations, as well as access to my programs.